really, it's really crazy that alternative, safe, quote unquote, spiritual spaces are, are a breeding ground for these kinds of uh, offenders and predators as well. And we have to remember that it's not just the, um, the crazy, uh, the weeping alkies uh, on the Supreme Court uh, that are, it's not just them that are the issue, it's also uh, folks in communities that purport to be safe spaces for people to experience their own sexuality as well. So, But a small community, one thing can really fuck up the entire, the entire place. And so it's, it's both easier for abuse to almost get out of hand because people don't want to fuck up that community by saying stuff and they don't want to bring attention to it because they know that just one little thing going wrong will just eat alive everything or they fear that that's going to happen. And also, and, and yeah, and I mean, I, I mean, shit like this thrives because people bank on the idea that no one's going to say shit and no one's going to do shit. And even if people say and do shit, they're not going to be believed and that things aren't going to be taken care of. That student-teacher relationship is still a, a, um, a dynamic of experiential authority, right? Because it's, it's someone learning from someone else who's had a lot more time and experience within a particular tradition or whatnot. And... I think what people who have experienced that kind of, at least this is just what I've observed or what I've um, gathered from what I, the accounts that I've read from these kinds of things, is that in an insular community, that sort of abuse creates like a false precarity in the mind of a victim, right? It's just like, oh, if, if I speak out, if I talk to somebody, then I will be shunned by everybody that I know. And I think that's, and that's such a, yeah, and, it, and that's, that's across the board with sexual predators too. I mean, and how fucking, how fucking perfect, right? I mean, the thing that made me actually burst into tears when I was watching the hearing was the moment when Dr. Ford was asked, you know, is there anything that stands out from that night? And she said, indelible in the hippocampus is the laughter. Yeah. That fucking broke my heart, man. And I just burst out crying. And I think that that's, that's a thing... I remember kind of explaining to a couple dude friends a few years ago that they were like, I, we were talking about rape and we were talking about sexual assault and they were like, how, you know, how is that fun? Like how, you know, they were like, well, we just don't even get how forcing someone to have sex with you is even a fun thing. Like right. how, cause, you know, who would ever do such a thing? And I'm like, the, the point, that's not the point. Like the point isn't to have a fun time. The point isn't to experience pleasure the way that good sex is like rape. You can argue that rape isn't sex. Rape is a deliberate show of power over another person and forcing another person to acquiesce to your will. And the fun of it for the rapist or for the assaulter, you know, when we're talking about really, you know, we're talking about the type of shit we're talking about with this hearing. It's in order to show dominance and in order to, you know, lord yourself over another human being and dehumanize them like the point is to dehumanize somebody so how fucking fitting during all of this that the republican party is choosing to in many ways do the same fucking thing with all of us and force this person that is mm -hmm. going to inflict violence upon every person in this country but especially upon women especially upon queer people and especially on the poor especially on people of color this is this is violence and they're laughing while they do it 